Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work, starring a sociopath, a narcissist, and me. Woo! Woo! Are you it's, owning it at this point? Yeah, I think I just went with it. I'm not I'm no longer in denial. You've accepted it. They yeah. always say that the final step is acceptance, right? Like the out of the twelve steps. Yeah five but yeah wait am i thinking of alcohols i swear there's 12 steps for something five stages of grief five stages of grief but then like what's your steps to admitting you have a problem isn't it 12 i don't know isn't it like <sighs> peter peter the part-time psychiatrist like for for like alcoholics it's a 12-step program oh okay maybe i'm maybe are you calling me an alcoholic <laughs> i should probably just like quit while I'm behind because I clearly uh. know nothing I was saying this the other day Michael and I were talking about this uh-huh. we are people that have a very limited knowledge and understanding of everything who's we like you hey, he and I <laughs> like we can probably carry along a conversation for a good five minutes about most <laughs> topics but like our knowledge doesn't expand past that point like we're not people like you know you meet someone and they're, they're really smart like they're really good at math they're really good at current events like whatever it may be like I am someone that has like a five minute capacity for like anything and then I need to transition because if someone stays on a topic for too long they'll realize how stupid I am and they're like this this bitch doesn't know anything so how the hell did we make it to episode 70 if you I have, a five have no minute. idea because I think Holland. I think out of the 70 episodes we've done half of them have been us trying to pronounce things <laughs> um us not knowing anything about what's happening like in pop culture and like attempting and getting most <laughs> things wrong and then us talking about our gut issues which we can go on about for hours <laughs> anyways welcome back to another episode of drinks after work i'm shannon and this is gail if you're uh, new here thanks for listening guys we have new microphones in the studio let us know your thoughts let us know if you love it hate it don't hear a difference we if love you don't give feedback. a shit then <laughs> <laughs> then let us know you can also let us know if you don't care um remember when we first started the podcast i'll never forget and we were like oh my god like please don't come for us in the comments we were we like literally would put videos on youtube and we were like okay um like we're really self-conscious like we've never done anything like this before like please don't come for us in the comments like we really we can't handle it like looking back and now no one gave a it. shit but <laughs> no one gave a shit like people still don't give a shit well, like people give more of a shit now but like the fact that back then we thought that we were gonna drop like this random ass episode on youtube these two girls that no one knows and we weren't even sharing it with our friends and family at the time because we didn't want people to find out who did we think was gonna take the time to like comment on our videos um we did have a troll oh what was his name so when we first started <laughs> oh my gosh this is embarrassing when we first started our podcast, we were like, all right, what's the best way to like get some <laughs> views, you know, get some people talking in the comments. We were like, we need to have a troll. So Michael created a <laughs> fake troll account. <laughs> My boyfriend created a fake, like a troll account on YouTube. Because uh, for those of you that don't know, before Abby and I were part of Big Night and before we had like all this fancy stuff, <laughs> we were two girls with an iPhone, like a 10, MacBook, a MacBook, <laughs> and Adobe, an old MacBook. And like an uh, Adobe Pro account that I'm pretty sure I would still pay for. Um, <laughs> and we taught ourselves how to edit our videos and we would post them on YouTube and we literally just used Abby's camera to like take videos and like record. Mm-hmm. And we would put our videos on YouTube. So we were like, okay, Michael, you be a troll, like create a fake troll account, like comment really mean things on our videos. And people will see that and they'll be like, oh my gosh, like these girls are great. Why would you ever say anything mean about them? Like, I love these girls. <laughs> and we were like, we're gonna get like people heated. People are gonna get passionate. Like no one cared. Like no one could have given less of a shit about us or our troll account. Except my friend Liz did text me saying, Hey, like, Who's who is that? this creep in the comments and who keeps like commenting about how much you guys have shitty hair? <laughs> I'm literally like, going back right now to find it. To find it. Um, he literally put a, what was it? Like a troll profile photo. Yeah. Like it was very obvious, it was that, obvious it was, that it was like constructed by us. Like we weren't, <laughs> fool- we weren't fooling anyone. Oh God. Come on, troll. Oh, oh, I found it. Oh God. It was an ugly troll. Really? Terrence. Leon Burger. <laughs> Burger. Okay. Wait, yes. Terrence Leon Burger. I someone remember. said you guys, sh- or not someone, Terrence. Terrence said you guys should go back to the hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those were the God. days. Like, I think 
when you start putting shit out there, except for TikTok, like obviously when a video goes viral, people comment like random shit. But like for the most part, Instagram or YouTube, like people aren't taking the time to comment on your shit. And I feel like no. the faster, like my toxic trait was thinking that people cared and the faster you can accept that no one cares, <laughs> I think you'll be a happier person. That applies to everything in life, not just like being an influencer or being a podcaster or That's a YouTuber. That's a great point. I like it really the, does. Like at work the other day, we had this like public speaking um, like seminar meeting. I don't know. And we were talking about how scared everyone is of public speaking. And I'll never forget like a few years ago when I first started my job, my boss told me because I had to make a presentation in front of the company. I was so nervous. And I was like, what if people judge me? What if I say the wrong thing? What if I say like too much? <laughs> Which I do. She was like, Shannon, the faster you realize that no one gives a shit about you or what you're saying, like you will become more successful at giving your speech. She was like, everyone is focused on themselves and what they look like. And if they're going to be talked about, like no one's actually paying attention to you. And it was like the best advice I ever got. <laughs> I agree. However, I think TikTok knows that I'm still continuously spiraling about that one thing I said at work the other week. Um, it's been like maybe two months now. I say the other week because I'm embarrassed that I'm still thinking oh, about the baby it. Comment? Shh, we don't talk about we it. We don't talk about it. Um, but, but yes, that comment. And um, oh my God, wait, I have an update. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so one of the girls that was there for that conversation. Yeah just announced that she's pregnant no and so she okay, was pregnant when stop. i fucking said that okay so for those i immediately had to i wanted to die i wanted to die and then after the meeting so after you know she so you know it, that when you made the comment she yep. already knew she was pregnant because she wasn't sharing yep. it. okay so for those of you that don't know <laughs> basically abby started a new job um in february in february and she's like obviously trying to get to know her co-workers trying to get them to like her um abby's really great with first impressions um uh, <laughs> just impressions in general i'm just so likable so she's at work and her co-worker was talking about one of her friends who was pregnant and abby has a visceral reaction she just goes ew <laughs> no i said oh gross you said oh gross or something like that i'm not proud of it i'm not and i think like we were saying like in our friend group that totally would have landed because we, we like to make, we loved our humor. We like to make jokes like that. And we like to joke about how gross like babies are and how we never <laughs> want to reproduce. And it does well with us. But I feel like we didn't realize that there, there is a demographic of girls out there that want children and like are supportive. of <laughs> They want to ruin their life so, with a baby. So when Abby was sitting there around her coworkers who she didn't really know that well, like thinking she was just doing some light banter being like, Oh, she had a, Oh, she's pregnant. Ew. Or like, Oh, gross. Oh, she just had a baby. Gross. Um, <laughs> No one laughed and it was extremely no awkward. And now we're finding out that this girl herself is <clears> not the one who, not the friend, just one of the coworkers that, that was there. That was the in the conversation yeah. is, is herself pregnant. Mm -hmm. so, so, and, and obviously knew when you said, oh, yep. gross, she probably mm -hmm. was sitting there thinking knowing, she thinks I'm gross. Yeah. I mean like, it. oh, and they probably also thought, cause you went like the concept of babies are gross. She's probably sitting there thinking like that you think pregnant women are gross. But if you, if you were here last week, you know that I think they're gross. Too. Oh my god, I can't with that. I don't. I don't know if I can. I know, do I'm not I helping. I support you with most things. I think that one you no, lost me. No, it's not the women. It's just the pillies. Okay. Okay. It's we we went over this last we'll week. We'll work you guys through it. In. We don't need to get into it again. It's, no, it was yeah. It's it's in the past. But that's that's my update. Why did that trigger? Why did that trigger me to, the, to update you guys? I don't know. We don't want TikTok. Oh, we were talking about like obsessing over. Oh, TikTok. I saw a TikTok because okay, now I'm recalling. So I saw a TikTok that said, when you do shit embarrassing, no one remembers it. Like try to like if I can't think of one thing that you've done that's embarrassing, and I've known you for however however many years, I'm sure you've done something embarrassing, but I don't Definitely. remember it. But everyone, in, so I was like, oh, that makes me feel better. Then I went to the comments, and everyone was like, oh no, but the thing about me is I remember, I remember everything, and like literally, it was comment after comment after comment saying, no, I remember embarrassing maybe things that like, people do. I mean, maybe if it's like hilarious and it was like you got like arrested one time or something or maybe it's like someone that you hate and you just remember everything that they do to mess up but other than that like a random ass person i'm yeah. not remembering their shit i feel like i have a limited around amount of brain capacity some would argue less than most <laughs> and i do not have the energy or physically the storage to store like your embarrassing moments in my brain like i'm way too focused on my own shit 
and my own anxiety and my own issues and my own body dysmorphia, et cetera. Like just like the rest of us. So <laughs> I'm not going to think about you. Perfect. Just Perfect. how I want it. Um, how is your weekend? Um, I, I'm reading that you have a sunburnt scalp. Do you yeah. care to comment? Um, <clears throat> so I have very dark hair. Correct. Um, <laughs> one of the perks of being blonde was I feel like you can kind of hide shit as a blonde. Like stuff can happen under there. AKA you have Danda. no idea. You're dating. <laughs> you're shampoo. dating a blonde girl of like very very light hair. No dark root, like no shadow root. Like I'm talking blonde. There could be dandruff in there. There's probably like weeks of dry shampoo. She probably washes her hair once every two weeks. Sorry, I'm like throwing everyone under the bus. I'm just letting <laughs> you know like my personal journey. When you have like black hair, like nothing is getting hidden. I'm talking gray hairs. Like when I was blonde, I was like, oh my God, yes. I don't have gray hairs anymore. Nope, they're there, baby. They're like poking through. I just didn't know for two years because my hair was blonde. <laughs> um, and it was like a, a little like dynamic, but now it's just gray hair. So anyways, I don't even know why I talked about that. Your sunburnt scalp. Right, 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 right. Land the plane. Okay, so <laughs> when I was in Puerto Rico, I was like a pro at putting on sunscreen i was like i you know me i don't like to expose my skin to the sun i don't like it i don't like wrinkles so i was like lathering on like spf 50 spf 70 like give me all the spfs the one place i missed was my hair part so like all weekend like i'm in the pool and my hair is like a pretty like set in stone part the whole time by the end of the weekend it's beet red like so much pain to the point where the it was painful oh my gosh because it was really? red, like my, my entire part, like where it's like, I mean, that never gets exposed to the sun was just like bright pink, bright red. And it was in, it was so painful that because the, the sun in Puerto Rico, it was like S it was SPF. The UV. It was UV like 11, like the oh. whole weekend. So that following week, I literally couldn't even wash my hair for mm. like five or six days. Not that I normally wash it more than that anyways, but <laughs> it was like showering was so painful. And then I started getting a little better and I was like, okay, cool. And then I was in Nantucket this weekend and my sister and I on Sunday were like, let's go, let's play some tennis. So we didn't, I completely forgot about the sunburn. So I re-exposed my like scalp to the sun, like playing tennis. And I was in so much pain when I got home. I was like, oh my gosh, my scalp was so itchy. So I'm like itching it and didn't think anything of it. Get home, like went to bed early because I was like in the sun all day and I was exhausted. I wake up the next day for work, um, like whatever, like put makeup on, run out the door. Don't even take a second to look at it. I get to work and <laughs> I'm like hanging out with my coworkers. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom really quick. It's at this point, like 9:30, So I've been there for an hour. I look in the mirror, Abby, my hair, my scalp all white. literally like peeling, like picture, oh, like, you know, when you get God. a really bad sunburn yeah. and it peels. So my scalp line, like my entire scalp is like peeling and there's flakes in my hair. And it looked <laughs> like I had really bad dandruff. Like so bad like it was like flaking into my hair like so bad like i would like sweep my hand over my hair and flakes would come off isn't that what dandruff is though just dead skin i mean i guess so but like i just feel like it's different (laughs) i was so embarrassed because like again my hair is like so dark that you could just see white flakes like coming through my hair i looked like i just had really bad dandruff like i had like an uncontrollable problem and i was so embarrassed and i did you address it I definitely talked to like 10 people by that point and they definitely like saw it. Like it was like flaking like around oh. and I was just like mortified. So I made sure I told every single person I talked to for the rest of the day that that happened so that they <laughs> knew I'm not just like a dandruffy person. You don't want to be smelly or dandruffy or no, like hairy. No, no, no. Like I feel like those are the things. So I go through phases where like when I, like I'm just like an anxious person. I'm always anxious, but I'll go through phases with my anxiety where I will pick my scalp to the point oh. where like I'm bleeding and then oh, it'll- wait, wait, what do you mean pick your scalp? I'll literally pick my scalp. Wait, like you go into your, like your hairline? Yeah, like I'll pick my, this is gross, but like I'll pick my scalp, it'll bleed. And then I'll have like a couple of spots where it bleeds and then it scabs and then I pick the scab and then I just keep doing that and oh doing that. Cause I like, like to be distracted by that. Cause if I don't, I'll like- Is that like trichotillomania? I think that's when you pull it. Okay. When you pull out your hair. Okay. Interesting. I don't really know. I'm not a doctor. One of my friends used to pull out her eyebrows and it was like a form of that. Oh, stop. Yeah. I think that's what, I think it's pulling hair. I don't think it's scratching your scalp. I don't know. Maybe it's a form. I don't know. It comes in waves, but like I would give myself dandruff and I'm like, oh, because I'm scratching and picking. But the more I I think about it, you're so right. Like all dandruff is, is dry skin. And I feel like when we have dry skin on our face, 
no one says shit. They're just like, oh, you have dry skin. Like, use some moisturizer. But when, when yeah. it's on our scalp, everyone's like, ew, you have dandruff. Like, let's, let's norm- normalize. Let's normalize dandruff in yeah. 2022. Like, I feel like. <laughs> Aw, you just need some head and shoulders. I just need some head and shoulders, guys. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. I literally pulled my hair back into, like, a helmet to, like, to protect, the, like, to, like, show, not have my scalp exposed. And I was, like, good for the rest of the day. But what are you going to do? Oh, How about God. you? How was your... Oh, so Gabrielle was, if you guys, I feel like we've talked about Gabrielle. She was a podcast listener turned into a real life friend. Um, We've hung out with her a couple of times. She's She's come to Miami. (laughs) Friend. Sing it, girl. No, I loved it. Um, So she was in town visiting and, um, you know, Gail came out to play when both nights that I hung out with her, I woke up at like 3 a.m. and throw up in the trash can why is that your vibe why do you throw in the throw up in the trash can every time i can't make it to the bathroom i just feel like that's so weird you would think by now i'd like mask you do it a lot though you did it right before i left for memorial day week okay it wasn't memorial day weekend (laughs) i don't know what's wrong with me right before i left for nantucket we went out for dinner on with gabrielle yeah oh that's the night that you threw up i threw up and then i threw up the next I um, thought you meant Saturday. you did it two additional nights. Because the night that... No, one additional. Abby and I were together on Thursday. And sh- like we, we literally went out for like dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we went out. There was like, I don't know, eight of us. And we went out for like a dinner. And it was like yeah. kind of nice. And Abby was in a rare mood where she was like <laughs> banging the... Well, first off, she got a margarita. And then she got a pitcher. <laughs> and then she was like banging stuff. And was like, everyone drink more. And I was like, oh, God. And then you texted me saying you do up in the trash can that night. Yeah, the next But day. you did it again. Uh-huh. Oh. I know. Not proud. But I had fun. What'd you guys do? Oh, God. We bopped around. Um, Was Saturday? Yeah. We started off at, um, you know, Yotel. They have a rooftop bar called Deck 12, for those of you that don't know. Oh, yeah. That place um, is fun. Okay. So I highly recommend Yotel only because, so the outdoor space is a lot smaller, but yeah. it has the same exact view as Lookout Rooftop. And we were going to go to Lookout. But they have, like, a minimum. Like, if you're, like, a party of four, you have to have, like, a $200 minimum. And then, like, the bigger your group is, the bigger the minimum, obviously. But I was like, nah, it's not really the vibe. Like, we're just, like, we don't want to spend $200 right now. Like, it's only, like, 2 p.m. So we went yeah. to Yotel instead. So we went there, and then we went to Cisco. I can't believe I went to Cisco. Oh I thought of you. I was like, Shannon would be so disappointed. I know. Because <laughs> you've never been still, right? No. And I, I lived in Seaport for a full year, where C- like where Cisco literally was like a two-second walk, and I didn't go. I know. Because I'm not much of a freaking bitch <laughs> and a brat. <laughs> Honestly, um, though, I went, to, <clears throat> I went out in Southie the other night, so... You can go to Cisco. It's fine. We, <laughs> we all have you. our demons. <laughs> so we went to Yotel and we went to Cisco and then we went to Committee and then we went to Nautilus. Wow. So, and I drink a different alcohol at, at every place. single place. You, mix, so you mixed your alcohol. I did, yeah. So it didn't end well. And Gail but, came out to play. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, uh, yeah. It was just a relaxing weekend, right? Yeah, it was so, it was so relaxing. Look, you're backyard looked sick you had a pool and a hot tub it was a beautiful house i loved it and took it it's extremely expensive i got a coffee and like a juice and it was like 28 dollars ew are Live, you serious laugh, love. um yeah it's just an expensive island like it's an island right. you go to a boutique like you won't find anything that's less you than like, 300 dollars there there's a go? cisco there i didn't go no I'm staying true so. to like who i am <laughs> like i'm not gonna let the fame change me um you would like it though it's cute i've been yeah, we did try to different. go once and it was like so hot out and the line was so long and I was like, I... Oh, yeah. wait, actually, no, I've been. Oh my gosh, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, 2017 I went in the fall. <laughs> were we of age back then? I'm just kidding. Was I were we? Age? Yes, we were 22. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. We were like old. Um, <laughs> wait, you know what's... So Nantucket was so fun. I went with my family. It was amazing. Love you guys. Shout out if you listen. I don't know if you do, but... You know your mom if you're, if you're out there somewhere, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, wait, so I... As we talked about, I've been living in Southie mm-hmm. for the summer. It's like a little summer thing with Zach and Michael. Um, kind of. So kind we're not of. like, well, we're not like officially, we're not like on the lease. Like we're not officially living there. Uh, yeah. But like we basically live there like for the summer until I figure something out that's more permanent. Um, but my like plan was, you know, we moved into the place super like impromptu. And then I went to Puerto Rico and I was like, okay, like at some point I'm going to go back to my parents and like actually pack up like a decent amount of clothes to have there. 
um, so I, all I brought with me was like a teeny tiny little carry on suitcase. And I was like, okay, this will get me through like Puerto Rico. And then the week after I'll go home and get like more clothes. I didn't end up doing that because last week was so crazy. Mm-hmm. So like I've had like the same, like, I think I have like a total of like four outfits with me and I've stretched <laughs> that for like two weeks now. So I don't know what to do at this point. Like I, I'll tell you, go home. Well, yes. <laughs> but like, I feel like every day there's like something and then this weekend yeah. i'm going away for memorial memorial where are you day. going my dad just has like a car race so I'm oh going you did to tell his me that. race but like i feel like when you don't have time on the weekends to spend for yourself you end up just like rushing and like throwing like hodgepodging things together because i've been like gone every weekend doing shit during the week so like i'm walking into the office every day wearing like the same clothes but like putting together different outfits with the same (laughs) clothes hoping that no one notices that it's like the same shit i'm like washing stuff like washing like two items at a time (laughs) trying to just like like put together an outfit and it's it's been failing um but like don't you just i feel like the older you get the more i'm like craving I'm very excited for this weekend. Like it's my dad's race and my sister's birthday. It's going to be so fun. But like the weekend after is the first time in like five or six weeks. I don't have plans. And don't you just love that? Just to know you have nothing to do and you can like do laundry and organize and just like get your life together. We we have brunch plans. Oh, we do. Okay. We do. Well, that's, that's manageable <laughs> though. I better see you there. But yes, no, I, I told you I've literally become a grandma. I'm a coastal grandma now. Are a coastal and and I'm vibing. I'm but loving. You it. also learn how to make drinks, so I feel like you're actually like the fun. Gra- like I feel like I can go. <laughs> you're like the grandma where I can go to your place and you'll have like drinks out for me. Oh yeah, Little aperol spritz. Oh, I need to buy aperol, but I even have I have everything for a dirty martini. Do you? I do. Do you make a good dirty martini? Because I feel like I could see people making a bad dirty martini. Um, like, I I wouldn't want to just. Like, I'm not have gonna any lie. Dirty martini. No. No. Okay. I don't think it's it's me though. I think it's the olives that I bought. I walked to the liquor store and I bought what they had. I think I need to get better quality olives. Well, you know what it is? Do you notice how like when you go to a bar and you get a vodka soda, it tastes good. And then if you try to make it yourself, it's disgusting. I don't understand what they do to the drinks at the bars. Me neither. There must be like a ton of sugar that we don't know about. Ooh, maybe. (laughs) I have no idea. We probably should do drunk deeds. (sighs) I suppose. I suppose. I suppose. As much as our random like psychobabble updates is good, (laughs) people are probably like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Enough about us. Let's talk about Halsey. We just like to talk about ourselves because we're narcissists. Because we're narcissists. But you guys already knew that. Yeah. Um, okay. So obviously I was on TikTok. That's where I get all my news from. And honestly, I didn't even recognize Halsey. She looked so sad. So like. Sad? Yes. This is a sad news update. Oh. So basically she, her TikTok went viral, which is will be funny later. But basically, um, she made a TikTok saying that her like music label won't let her release new music without a viral TikTok. So that she has new music that she like is ready to be promoted, ready to release, but they physically will not let her until she is more like active on TikTok, going viral on TikTok, because everyone knows these days that TikTok is the key to success but it's like she's freaking halsey people are gonna listen to her music yeah wait, i'm regardless like are people not listening to halsey because i feel like they are no but so basically she's not the only music artist that has been like basically crying for help on tiktok saying like my music they must have the same art like what is it called Record label, Rec- yeah management something yeah like that. they must have the same one she said um on May 22nd, she said, basically, I have a song that I love that I want to release ASAP, but my record label won't let me. I've been in this industry for eight years and I've sold over 165 million records and my record company is saying I can't release it unless they can fake a viral moment on TikTok. Everything is marketing and they are doing this to basically every artist these days. I just want to release music, man, and I deserve better TBH. I'm tired. Okay, so basically, like, they want her to release they want the song to go viral on tiktok before they release it in album format is that what they're saying no i don't even they just want her to have a viral video in general i think so that's so weird because it's like yeah i I feel like it would make sense i guess if it was more of like a low-grade artist where they're like hey like try to make a name for yourself on tiktok and then when there's some hype behind it you can release your music and that way people will listen because there'll be hype behind you but you would think that for Halsey, who's like so 
famous, it's like people are going to listen to her anyways. Right. Like I, I, I rather like regardless of her going viral on TikTok, if a mm-hmm. Halsey al- album drops, like people are going to listen to it. That's so bizarre. Like I wonder if they have like data to back that up. So she further clarified that their definition of viral in the TikTok Hello, I can't read. It says their label is supposedly aiming for a certain amount of views or likes on a TikTok. Oh, with the song. With okay. the song. Yeah. Okay. And if the target sense. number isn't reached, Halsey says they will just keep making me make videos and push it back until they're happy. And she's been signed to this label since 2014. And obviously this isn't like a life or death scenario where, you know, TikTok has been around since what, 2020? Like 2020 like probably like 2018 but like it wasn't big until yeah, COVID. Yeah, it's, yeah, so yeah. it's like the first six years she was doing just fine and then so someone someone by the name of f k a twigs another singer said it's true all record labels ask all i can't read it's true. All record labels ask for are TikToks. And I got told off today for not making enough effort. When the label asked me to make my eighth TikTok of the week. Reads on the screen. <laughs> Whatever. You get the gist. I get though. the gist. It makes sense. No, honestly, that is crazy. But it's it's so true, though, that like you're seeing all these songs like get go viral on tiktok and then people will go and download the song like you know I that know. song like sunroof like i feel like it's such a jam and i don't know who that artist is and i, feel I was like just gonna ask i found it on tiktok and now i listen to the song all the time in my car so i get where they're coming from but like i think it's so messed up to do to like it's one thing to be like hey you should promote your song on tiktok and have like the sound go viral because that's gonna help your downloads right but to like require it is bizarre especially because it's halsey like i again if it was like a artist that just signed with the label and no one really knows them like i understand there being some sort of like stipulations because it's i mean it is a business in the end of the day but yeah for that to happen to halsey it's like just let her release the music and see if the, yeah. the sound goes viral and like there are celebrities that get shadow banned on tiktok all the time like it's not unusual first like Anyone can get shadow banned. So how are you going to punish someone for something that could be out of their control? Like you generally don't know how TikTok, like you could have the best video ever and it could flop on TikTok. Mm -hmm. It really just depends on the day. It does. No, I 100% agree. That's crazy. I can't believe that. I feel like there's so many record labels these days that you find out are like so shady, which is why you have people like Chance the Rapper that like did all this shit on his own and like... I think just now signed with the label, like after he did his research, because a lot of these artists like Halsey, I'm assuming, I don't know her story, but I know a lot of them will sign with a label when they're like, you know, 15 years old and they don't know shit. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is my opportunity to make it. And they're signing these like shady deals where the record label actually has so much control over like what they're allowed to post, what they're allowed to put out there and like owns them, owns their music and it's really, really sad, like, how they're treated. And yeah. they end up blowing up and getting big, but they're still signed to, like, those same contracts. Mm-hmm. So they get kind of screwed over. Yeah. It makes me wonder. I literally saw last night Post Malone posted a TikTok, which I feel like he probably doesn't give two shits about TikTok. Yeah. But he posted a TikTok of him in his car in the dark sampling, not, like, sampling, but showing a little bit of one of his new songs that's coming out because, you know, he has an album coming yeah, out yeah. soon. And, I, and now it's, like hitting me oh like did he want to post that or was he posting it because he had to oh yeah like did he want it to go viral before he could post it because it's out like his record yeah. told him to mm. interesting 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 mm. 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 makes mm. you wonder <laughs> that's crazy though I, that's what I, like that's part of what i like about social media is that we can find this stuff out and like someone like halsey can just pick up her phone and tell everyone this is what i'm going through and people can be like that's messed up i know, you know? but very interesting. All right. Um, we all know what's going on between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <coughs> I feel like it's been all over everyone's timelines. Everyone knows what's going on with the trial. Um, for those of you that don't know, it is a defamation. Do we spend an entire episode once saying defamation or defamation? I don't know how to pronounce it. So <laughs> maybe defamation. 
I don't know. Um, but basically, um, the latest, they're in the middle of their lawsuit. It's been crazy. There's been a bunch of bombs that have been dropped. Half of the shit's true. Half of it's not. It's probably honestly all false. I have no idea at this point whose side I'm on. But um, Kate Moss did get called to the stand to testify. Um, Amber Heard brought up a incident that happened. Um, basically um, saying that, you know, she was like alleging that not alleging she was stating that Johnny Depp had um, abused her and was trying to be like yes like it was similar to what happened to Kate Moss essentially um and she was like what did she say Amber Heard told the court that during an alleged confrontation with Depp um she instantly thought of Kate Moss and the stairs um so there was like a Something that happened in the 90s, I guess, where Kate Moss like fell down the stairs and she was like all bruised up and stuff. And it looked a little sketchy. Um, so I think Amber Heard was like, okay, you know, I'm going to kind of link the two. This happened to Kate Moss. It's happening to me. So they did call her to the stands. Um, and Kate Moss comes up there and she says that while she was on vacation with Johnny Depp in the 90s, they're leaving the room. Um, he left before she did. There, It was raining. And when she left, she slipped and hurt her back. Um, and she said she was screaming because she was in pain. She didn't know what happened. But he came running back up to help her. And he carried her to her room and got her medical attention. Mm-hmm. So... She said that during the course of her relationship with Johnny Depp, which lasted from 1994 to 1998, he never pushed me, kicked me, or threw How me How old is he? <laughs> what? Um, he is... Do we know? 58. Okay. And Amber Heard is 36. Okay. So he's quite a bit older than her. But she said he never pushed me, kicked me, or threw me down any stairs. Um, do, you so, think, do you think Amber Heard knew what she was doing when she brought up Kate Moss? Because you know how, like... Kate Moss is only allowed to go to trial because Amber fucked up and said her name. Like, I like how dumb do you have to be? I don't know. Or maybe Kate Moss was on like the list anyways of people they wanted to bring in to like. But they back couldn't. Him up. They couldn't. They couldn't. No, they. It was. They wanted to bring Kate Moss in, but until and unless it was already referenced by amber they were never gonna bring kate moss in oh i didn't know that yeah i don't know i don't know legal laws like what the rules are in court but i know that like the second that johnny depp's lawyer heard amber say kate moss it was like thank you jesus this is the best thing to happen to this trial so it was like a big deal that she fucked up that's crazy so yeah i guess she like kind of backed him up but you're right maybe she did like i don't know maybe she completely messed up and assumed that he did abuse her back then but, like, without knowing that factually, like, why would you assume you could just jump to that? Well, you would hope that your lawyer would um, prep you. Or maybe, like, in the heat of the moment, she was like, oh, yeah, it reminded me of what happened to Kate Moss. And, like, didn't even think about it. And yeah. just, like, said it, like, because she was like, oh, yeah, like, it reminded me of that to try to get people on her side. And then realized that. I feel like I would wasn't. black out in court. Me, too. Like, I would not do well. Do you ever think about this? in front of everyone? You hear, sometimes people give, like, false confessions. And sometimes people say things on the stand that aren't true. And they, they don't even, like, want to lie. They just, like, do it. <laughs> because I feel like in the moment you get so anxious. Like, have you ever? Word vomit spoke, every day of my life. <laughs> have you ever spoke publicly or, like, been in a situation and then, like, two seconds later you, like, blacked out and you don't remember what you yes. said? Like, I feel like. That used to happen when we first started recording the podcast. When we were oh, like, yeah. When we were so nervous. we I would walk away. We would walk away from recording and we'd look at each other and be like, what did what just happened? <laughs> like, I have no idea because we were yeah. so anxious and so nervous. So imagine being on like under oath in court. You have Knowing that you're lying. Especially this caliber <laughs> of a case when there's so many people and they're all watching you. Lying or not, I, f- I wouldn't know what I no, said. No, I know. I feel like I would say something that's not true. Mm-hmm. There's a there's fifty fifty shot. Yeah, like I feel like I wouldn't be able to keep my cool or know how to tell the truth, and I feel like I'd be shifty, like shifty eyes. What does that mean? Like your eyes are like darting back and forth, like you're like hiding something. But in reality, <laughs> I'm just anxious. So you are not good at poker. I like feel like I am in like a casual setting, but I feel like if I'm on like trial, if money's on the line. <laughs> well, if I'm on trial and it's like this intense, I don't know what I would do. I wouldn't remember. Like I might be perfect. I might be cool as a cucumber. I just wouldn't remember it. I don't know. But yeah, anyways, so it's all part of this like huge lawsuit that's happening. He's suing her for $50 million saying that she defamed him um, when she claimed in 2018 that um, like he abused her and mm-hmm. stuff and like cost her all these jobs. And she is counter suing Depp for $100 million 
um, tar- like saying that he unlawfully unlawfully targeted her in an ongoing harassment and online smear campaign. So I honestly don't know. Um, I feel like there's like new facts that come out with this suit every single day, but we'll see what happens. If and when he wins, which I hope that he does, um, does he win 150 million or how does that work? Or just a hundred million? That's a good question. Peter, do you know? No, Peter's shaking his head. No, I feel like he'd, do you know what I mean? He would win. Like it's either 50, 100, or 150. Well, so I would when love you can, to know. Yeah, because what is the difference between... It's different to have two different suits in which case he could win both. But if he's countersuing, does that mean it's like the difference between the two? Or is know. it like he gets the grand prize? Like both. <laughs> I don't <laughs> the know. The grand prize. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're too dumb to function. 150. You think that's before or after taxes? You know how in... Um, <laughs> I'm asking the real question. <laughs> yeah, like, do they tax? Do, I don't know. Do they tax your winnings in court? I have no idea. Come on, Peter. You didn't Peter. go to law school? I'm not the legal expert. I'm oh, expert you need. Google? Legal stuff. Better call no Saul. Okay. I know, right? What do I type? How um, much does Johnny Depp win? Yeah. <laughs> how much does Johnny Depp yeah, win if, if he, he wins? wins. <laughs> <laughs> you know how in... um. In Mean Girls, they like talk about Damien and they're like, he's like too gay to function. Like, yeah. we're too dumb to function. <laughs> That's okay. our, our new merch drop. No one will buy it. Too what? dumb to function. What happens if Johnny Depp wins? All oh. right. Um, Scroll down a little, maybe. Okay. What happened? I can't read that, but you let us know, Peter. <laughs> he's seeking $50 million in compensation, but the jury may recommend that he is awarded more or less than his amount. Oh. Heard will not go to prison even if the jury decides in Depp's favor. Right, because it's a civil, civil trial, trial. Not a criminal case. Neither Heard nor Depp are being tried for any criminal criminal charges. So fifty um, k, fifty million. Fifty k. <laughs> Imagine you walk away with that for, for like million. you know a, a base uh, salary of like a entry level role. Yeah. <laughs> after all that, um, hmm. interesting. All right. Well, we'll let you guys know. We'll <clears> let you people know yeah hopefully this is over soon it's been going on long enough it's crazy keeping up with the with the debt um okay so that's enough for drunk deeds um wasn't too much going on in the pop culture world um but did you i probably know the answer did you listen to the sophia with an f podcast episode i actually did you did yeah i'm so proud thank you okay so Sophia with an F, if you don't know who that is, is the ex-co-host of Caller Daddy. Yeah. I feel like most people probably know if you listen to our podcast that we both listen to Caller Daddy, still listen to Caller Daddy. Yeah. Both both listen to both podcasts. Yeah. I, I, we're just stands. We're women supporting women. Ew. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> um. Okay, so the moment we've all been waiting for. Sophia with an F finally addressed her breakup with Suitman. So, like, I truly believed that they broke up so long ago. I know. By, based by the way that, like, she talks on her podcast, like, I generally thought that she was single. Like, she acted like she was single. Like, if not, then, like, homegirl, was she cheating? I don't know sketchy things going on that she mentions about on her podcast but i when the whole call her daddy breakup was happening barstool sold cancel suit man merch yeah and i bought it yeah i know <laughs> well f- screw him so if you guys don't know who he is it's peter nelson what was he like an hbo guy yeah so basically call her daddy for those of you that like aren't in the podcasting world or like don't listen to podcasts, where I guess you'd be listening to this. So, <laughs> anyways, they're off of Barstool. Barstool signed them back in like I don't know 2017 like or something like that. They blow up. It's like a sex podcast. Two girls. They're cute. They live in New York City. It's all about them like being single, going on dates, going out, having fun. And one of the podcasters, Sophia, with an F. <laughs> um she actually starts dating this guy named peter nelson like pretty early on in like the in the podcast but no one really knew like because they wanted to have this whole persona of like two single girls going on dates with like famous athletes and like rich guys and just kind of like helping all of us like 20 somethings navigate you know 
making it as a like a hot girl basically right. is the vibe mm. um so they kind of keep it on the DL, but they've been dating for a while. And this guy was like very high up, like an executive at HBO. And the whole reason why the podcast breaks up, they like don't want to like keep, they want to like break their contracts. They want to leave um, for more money. And the whole thing kind of came down to money. Um, Peter Nelson he basically got in their ear and was like, I can get you guys a show with HBO and get you guys each like a million dollars a year or something crazy like that. And they weren't making that money at Barstool because they were adhering to their contract. It did come out later that they were actually making a shit ton of money at Barstool, which kind of pissed everyone off because they act, they acted like they were making like 60 K a year, like slumming it in New York city. When in reality at the end of their first year, they, they each made like 500 K or something crazy. But anyways, um, Sophia like wanted to go off and like start this show with HBO they were negotiating with Barstool. They were getting bodied by Barstool. And they reached the split where Alex, the other podcast host um, who still does it, was like, I'm going to stay with Barstool. Like, what we're doing is stupid. We're going to lose our whole brand. We're going to lose our like our IP. We're going to lose the Color Daddy brand. And Sophia was like, well, I want to go. They had a huge falling out. And they end up, like, breaking up. Sophia leaves. And that's kind of what happens. Sophia starts her own show later on. But everyone thought that when that happened... Sophia and her boyfriend Peter Nelson broke up because mm -hmm. he convinced her to like basically leave um which I don't know maybe he didn't maybe he just supported her and then everything crumbled he ends up getting fired from HBO and she ends up like losing everything so everyone like assumed how could a relationship survive all that but I guess they were actually together that whole time they were which is crazy they were and what how long ago did this happen it's this been like two years over ago. a year yeah like a year when, when she started or when they broke up when Color like, Daddy broke up, when yeah. When Color Daddy broke up, that was like, it was literally two years ago. It was in, it was like May of 2020. Oh yeah, Isn't that that's when we started drinks after work. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so I didn't realize that they were still together. So, when she posted "We broke up" as the title, I was like, "Oh, you were still together." So I immediately clicked on it, stopped what I was doing, clicked on it, listened. Power of a good title, folks. Good oh title. Oh my gosh, clickbait is clickbait <laughs> for a reason. I know. And honestly, I was hoping to hear something juicy. Yes. And it it really wasn't that juicy. No. I was like, wait a damn minute. Why is this relatable? Why do I like understand where she's coming from? Why do I like suit man? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't. No, no, no. But she still talked about him so highly, in which case like, he, could, he couldn't have been that bad. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like if you get ever, like, I still want to cancel my rule of thumb. If you get out of a relationship with someone and you can like <clears throat> think of them fondly and speak of them fondly, like, they can't be that bad of a person. Cause I feel like normally when you get out of a relationship, you're like, screw him. He was an asshole. Yeah. But anyways, so she basically long story short, short, she is, you know, months away from turning 30. She's been in relationships basically since she was a teenager. Like she said that she's never been alone and she knows that she wants to marry him. She wants to have kids with him. But right now, she just can't commit to that. And so, you know, she said she's never been alone. This is her last chance to just be Sophia and just have time with herself. And, you know, listening to the episode, I kind of was like, no, you're stupid. If you know that he's the one... Why would you break up? Why would you? And she right. said it. She was like, you know, it's a risk I'm willing to take. Right. <clears throat> but at the beginning of the episode, she was talking about an ex that has a girlfriend. Right. Was it him? That's what I couldn't figure out because she was like, oh, yeah, my ex has been like trying to reach out to me for years and has been like reaching out to like girls on my team, like trying to get to me. And we ended up being at like the same restaurant and- like she was, I was accusing very him of like knowing that she was there. And I was like, is it the same ex or not? Like I, I know I couldn't figure that out. Cause that's honestly, I feel like it has to be another ex because she made it seem like they just broke up. Like honestly, within like a month or two tops, like it's like a fresh, fresh breakup. Cause she ended up taking some time off from the podcast, I think to kind of just like deal with her emotions. Right. She only took like one week off, but like she said, she was like struggling with her like mental health for a little bit. Like, had her mom fly down and stay with her in New York and whatever. Um, 
Yeah. So maybe it was a different ex because I feel like yeah. how could, and she also talks about how like when she ran into her ex, he was with his girlfriend and her mom, like meeting her mom, which I feel right, like a really big, a really big move. And she was like, oh my gosh, like I wish you guys the best. I hope you could be happy together. So I feel like it wouldn't make sense that it would be him. So I'm, yeah. I'm assuming it's a different ex. Okay. That makes more sense. But she basically said like it was a risk that she was willing to take. Like when you go on a break, like you don't know. I mean- it's a breakup they're not on a break they broke up but like when you actually take a break i'm saying that in quotations like you do run the risk of you know never getting back together yeah and when i was listening to her i was like if you really think that he's the one like you want to marry him you want him to be the father of your kids why the hell are you risking that like that's such a huge risk but then when she said like no this is the last time I'll ever be single. I'll ever have time just for myself. I was like, holy shit. Like you marry someone, you're hopefully with them for the rest of your life. You're with them for the next 50 plus years or however long you're blessed to be on this earth. But she's 30 that you're not that old in the grand scheme of things. So it's like, if he's actually the one, maybe things will work out. But I was kind of like shitting on her until she said that. Yeah. I know it, it's so crazy to think about. And she also mentions too, like in like before she gets into that, she's like, you know, you can be living in a, in an apartment with someone, but like not have like the intimacy. Oh yeah. She said which they had I feel none. like was also so relatable. She was like, we, I was going through so much, like, you know, trying to get this like podcast off the ground. I had just been part of like a public smear campaign for a year where I was like wicked depressed and trying to move back to New York city. And like all this stuff was happening in my life that like, she was like him and I were actually living together and we weren't even like trying to live together. She was like, it, it just happened to be that way. We're living together. But like, even though we were living in the same house in the same apartment, she's like, we didn't have like the physical intimacy and it didn't feel like we were in a relationship. We were just like two people coexisting at the same mm-hmm. time and like how hollow and empty that felt. And she was like, it's crazy because when I moved back to New York, like I actually wanted to get my own place and people thought that was weird, but she was like, you can actually be more like intimate and like have more quality time with someone living separately from each other so when you see each other it's like quality time and you can actually like you know be engaged in each other's conversations and like have nice time together versus just like like taking for granted the fact that they're just there every day um which i also thought was extremely relatable and i feel like what she was trying to say was like hey listen we were just going through this like rough patch where like we didn't feel that like you know we didn't feel like we were like spending quality time with each other. We weren't putting each other first. And I think that coupled with the fact that she's like, listen, I'm like turning 30 and I just want to be like, I've never been alone. I feel like it was like the combination of those two, those two things. Yeah. But it's interesting because what she said just like made me realize too. I think sometimes we have this stigma because of like movies or like, you know, freaking YouTube couples or whatever that like you meet someone and they're the one and you'll love them for the rest of your life. And it's like your relationship will always be that like either you love someone or you don't either you have chemistry or you don't, but that's not true. Like you can go Go through, through go through waves of someone. And honestly, like I gave this advice to a friend of mine, like a very long time ago, who's struggling with like her boyfriend. And she was like, we love each other, but like, it's like, we're just not like, we're not doing the things we used to do. And it feels weird. And I was like, honestly, I don't know if this person is the one, but like I've been with Michael for at this point eight years. And it's like, we've gone through waves. Like we go through waves where like one time, like years and years ago, we were like, wait, like it feels like we're just like friends and we'll like catch up here and there because we were so busy and we were just starting our careers. And we were like, what's going on with us? And it's like, you literally have to like work at a relationship and like put a conscious effort towards like keeping like the spark alive and making it fun and exciting. Because when you're with someone for like over than a year, like, that shit goes away and if you're Mm -hmm. just like prioritizing your job and your friends and your social life and not your relationship it doesn't matter how compatible you are or how great you are together like you will lose a spark and you will lose the chemistry and like that will just go away if you don't like put the effort towards it so I feel like that was so relatable too to hear that like that's it's so normal I feel like it It doesn't get talked about and I think I mean obviously I have no idea what kind of relationship Sophia and Peter Nelson had like whether it was healthy or toxic part of me wants to think there's a little bit of toxicity just based off I think she even mentioned infidelity no I don't know I think I heard that um but in my past relationship I feel like when you're not in a healthy relationship you 
you get so I remember being so afraid of losing that like mm. having that fear of like oh I never want to feel like roommates I never want to feel like a friend and so you try to overcompensate like whether it's with you know cuddles or sex or whatever it is you know physical touch has always been so important to me but when you are finally in a healthy relationship you realize like okay I don't have to overcompensate in this department because I know that at the end of the day like just because you know you're not going at it like rabbits every day for the rest of your life doesn't mean that you aren't in a healthy happy relationship right you know if you don't if you don't fall asleep cuddling each other every single night that doesn't mean that you know you're not in a happy healthy relationship yeah I just think it like the definition of like healthy and happy like means something different for everyone else but I think in the end of the day like you want to feel like you're enjoying like you want to enjoy the person you're with and you don't want to feel like you're with them because you're scared of not being with them I think that's where it can get like unhealthy for yourself and I also think like we need to like normalize the fact that like as we get older you cycle in and out between like becoming different people Mm -hmm. like Michael and I always say this, the people we were when we were 18, when we started dating was like, became so different when we were 22 and we broke up when we were 22. Cause the people we were at 22, like weren't really that compatible. Like, we wanted different things and it wasn't working out. And then when we reconnected again, when we were like, I don't know, like 24 or whenever that was, we were compatible again because we were starting to like move and like align our lives, like in a similar direction and it worked out. And while, like, I think, like, taking that risk of breaking up was terrifying because, like, he was my best friend in the whole world. The first guy I've ever really loved, like, treated me amazing. Like, I loved him. I honestly, like, was talking to someone about this the other day. I'm, like, thankful that we went through that. Like, I honestly don't know where we'd be today if we didn't ever break up. If we didn't take, like, that year to, like, figure our shit out because I, like, think, like, I made mistakes. He made mistakes. Like, we both did. And it takes time to like get over those mistakes and to like, you know, learn to, you know, accept each other again and get back into the relationship. But I also think like I personally needed that. Like I needed to know what it felt like to like not be with him and to like be alone. And now I know and like we're in such a great place right now and I've been so happy for so long. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, and sometimes it doesn't always work. Like I feel like there's yeah. a lot of times like for you, like yeah. you, your relationship when you guys broke up like I'm, I'm sure there's a part of you that didn't think it would be forever. And like, you know, you broke up and you guys, you've moved on and that's, that was it. I'd be lying if I said that the breakup was cold Turkey. I think, you know, we dated for, you know, eight years broke up and we were broken up for over a year, but we were still in contact. We still saw each other here and there. But it obviously wasn't the same, but it's hard to just, you know, quit cold turkey when you've been with someone through so many life events that like, you have that attachment. But ultimately, like that time apart, like you slowly distance yourself and then you realize like, OK, like either you're going to realize like absence makes the heart grow fonder and like this is someone I want to be with. Or you're like, no, I actually can live without them. And this person isn't the right person for me. Yeah. So like sometimes you need a break. And I feel like people kind of shit on breaks Mm -hmm. like to say like oh like if you go on a break and you get back together like you're an idiot like don't go back to your ex like you are exes for a reason you broke up for a reason but honestly I think if you are going through a rough patch in your relationship and it's getting to the point where like you think that you know it's over you need you need an out honestly like give it a shot and I truly believe what's meant to be will be like the universe will literally give you exactly what you need and you just have to trust in that it's easier said than done I know and regardless of if you believe in the universe because I know I don't um (laughs) I just think like ultimately you have to just make your decisions like someone told me this years ago because I was like I'm so scared of like making this decision and it being the wrong choice yeah. But I'm also scared of not making a decision and that being the wrong choice. And someone told me not choosing is choosing. Like you being like indecisive is a choice. Yeah. And it's the wrong choice. So it's better to make a choice and have it be like, look back and be like, oh, did I do the right thing? It's better to do that than to like sit there questioning yourself for years because you won't be happy. And I think like, yeah, in the end of the day, we're getting to the age where it's like relationships are becoming so real and people are getting married. So if you're like unsure, like, yeah, maybe maybe try it out maybe like see what it's like to be by yourself and 
I mean, I feel like ultimately, I know Michael always said, he was like, I'm the type of guy, like I never, like if a relationship ends, that's it. Like I walk away and that's it forever. And like, I was prepared for that to happen and it was terrifying but like ultimately like he gave me another shot because because we like like ultimately we were supposed to work out you know and I think if it if it should work out hopefully it does but I don't know very interesting yeah it's crazy um okay I have an update for you really what? quickly so I did end up watching their Kardashians I know you've been like hounding me to watch it when did you find the time I don't know well it's not even the time like I said it's the the, the TV. TV rations oh, like, so when did you find the TV the two men they watch available. sports all the time um I I was able to sneak in some availability I watched three episodes so in I'm a not, row I'm not yes I'm not up to so speed. you had almost three hours of so full happy. TV time I like did like skincare put on like a face mask. I was watching the Kardashians. I was drinking water, like thriving, like couldn't have been happier. And then the next day I got dandruff at work. But like, <laughs> other than that, things are doing, going great. Um, I think it's good. Like I, I got told chills. You. Like, the first like intro scene, I got chills. And maybe it's just cause I'm extremely like emotional and dramatic, but like when they're like introing all of them and like, showing, no, it's so good. The editing was so good. It just so was good. the editing. Yeah. I feel like it's I have an so appreciation for, for editing after my failed editing career. <laughs> like it was good. And yeah. I feel like Chris is hilarious. Like she's the star. She's my favorite. Easily the star. Like I love how she was like talking about Courtney and um what's his face? And she was like, they Scott? just like make or out. Travis. Travis. She's like, they oh. just like make out like all the time. Oh, like it's the disgusting. way that she was talking about it was <laughs> wicked funny. And I loved it. And it's amazing. Okay. So we're keeping up. I'm keeping How up. many episodes are there? I know I everyone hates the Kardashians, but I feel like I was honestly on board with like hating them when everyone liked them. But now that everyone hates them, I'm like, all right, let's bring it back. Like I like <laughs> them again. Like let's, let's make this happen. Let's do it like they do it in the movies. What did okay. you say? I don't remember. You know me and my memory. Oh yeah. <laughs> it is cool <laughs> too. Like I thought I wasn't going to like it. Cause I was like, now that we have social media, we yeah. know all this shit before it happens. So I was like, am I going to want to watch the show? But surprisingly, I actually think it makes it better knowing what happens and then going yeah. to watch it. It's almost like you're like, like getting like a backstage viewing to like what's actually happening before your eyes, like going to actually watch the episode where Kim goes on SNL after knowing oh, that that's where that. she meets Pete and everything. And like seeing Kanye give her like this, like the sex tapes back or like what was alleged to be the sex tapes back mm -hmm. and everything. Like that was cool to actually see on the show. Like after knowing it happened months earlier. I think it's wild. The things that they capture, right? It makes you question if it's fake, but I genuinely I mean, believe they claim that it's real. And I feel like some of it is like the fact that Chloe has found out that every single time that she's been cheated on, one of her sisters break the news and every single time that one of the sisters finds out that Chloe was cheated on again, cameras are always around. Yeah. Like they've like always the gotten it on film. Well, there's, there's two options. Either it's just really good luck, which I don't believe, or like <laughs> they're reenacting it. Like it probably happens oh, and they probably like, all right, let's reenact this like really, really quick. If, if that's true, they're damn good actors. Right. <laughs> like people don't think about like, people think like, Oh, it's reality TV. It's shitty acting. But like, there's no way a camera could ca capture every single thing that happens. Like some of it has to be reenacting, which is yeah. still kind of acting. Well, we already know that they acted because Kendall was not in Miami for Christmas. Exactly. You know what hit me though when I was watching the show? This is such a small little thing. So they're in New York City yeah. because Kim was doing SNL. And there's a scene where Chris looks at Chloe and she's like, oh my gosh, I used to live in New York City and I was a flight attendant like back in the day. Isn't that weird? Isn't that so weird? Which to I was like, when the f like, like she just casually drops that, and I was like, when did like, I was like, you had a job, and now I'm like, I want to know the timeline. Like, how did you meet? Um, like, how did you meet? Like everyone? Like, I don't understand. I don't know. Whatever. Probably on a PJ. And then there was like the, the scene where she's like, oh yeah, we were like interviewing Bruce Jenner, and that's when I was still with my husband, and like she was like, put that together. Like she makes some like little <laughs> comments. So whatever. But um, she was talking about living in New York City when she was a flight attendant, and she was like, I had four roommates, which is crazy to think about. And she was like, I lived like somewhere in the city, and she was like, do you want to go see my apartment? And Chloe was like, no. <laughs> and she's like, let's go see it before Kim films like SNL. So. They like go for the wa a walk and I didn't think anything of it. I'm like watching the scene of like her and Chloe like about to go walk the New York City and Kim Chloe keeps saying she's like I can't believe my mom is making me go for this walk through New York City. Like I have so much anxiety and I was like what the fuck? I was like okay, it's just a walk. But I see them walking through New York City. 
and all of a sudden it hits me because Chloe keeps talking. She's like, I'm getting more and more anxious. Like the fact that we're just freely going for a walk like this, it's so weird. Like, and all of a sudden, like I'm watching the show, like watching the television and I'm seeing like herds of people near them. And there's not only paparazzi, but just people following them. And it's like, they're just like creating this huge spectacle. There's camera crew and sure. Maybe it was for the show, but it hit me. These bitches can't go for a walk. Like, <laughs> I was like, Oh my goodness. Like I didn't, I mean, obviously, yeah, like they're that famous. Like they can't really like leave the house, but I didn't realize like the magnitude of how famous they were and how like debilitating it is being that famous until I saw like Chloe turn around. Chloe turns around like yeah. she sees her glam squad. She's like, I'm going back to the hotel. Like she doesn't even like complete the she's walk. So she was so overwhelmed yeah. by it. And she talks about it multiple times in the episode. And I feel like this is nothing new, but like, I feel like part of the joy of like living in New York or like going to New York is walking through Central Park, going to grab a coffee, going to workout class, like walking, like stumbling into a random bar, like going to a museum. Like they can't do things like that. They can't mm. have an impromptu day of like, hey, let's just like go walk down the street. Like people will find them and follow them. And I feel like I don't notice it as much when they're in LA or in Calabasas. They always drive. They're driving everywhere. Yeah. But like they have to have drivers, security detail. Like when they go to a restaurant, like it has to, like they either get the whole restaurant or there has to be like, people that are, that have been like pre I don't know interviewed I guess and signed like waivers like they can't do anything in their life ever like it's with never or without, just simple yes and like not even when they're filming the show like even just living life like they can't just like wake up and be like let's go grab a coffee together like they can't do that and that's like so sad and I feel like it'd be so isolating like the, like when I saw that I was like that sucks <laughs> <laughs> no you're right I feel like when I watched it I honestly obviously watched it and I knew that Chloe was having anxiety about it and she doesn't like the paparazzi she doesn't like people like following and taking pictures yelling her name all that stuff understandably so but I didn't think anything of it I yeah. was like oh, okay whatever like she just turned around yeah but it didn't it didn't phase me that like the simple joys in life like are robbed when you're that famous exactly and like I want to feel bad for her but I don't yeah, I don't, I don't I know if feel I that. feel bad, but I do think that a lot of people think the grass is greener. Like when the question, would you rather be rich or famous or like both? And everyone's always like both. And I'm like, eh. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe just rich. I think about that all the time because I think, I don't know. Yeah. And I, honestly, I think the only reason it hit me was because because it was New York and because like I was just there for a while and mm -hmm. I was like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, you walk everywhere there and they yeah. can't walk. Like you have to have like a car service, bring you places that just sucks. I don't feel that bad for her, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I think being that level of famous, like I feel like there's a comfortable level of famous where I'd be comfortable with. Um, but like anything past that, yeah. I, I just, it looks and that that's why so many artists like run away and like go to like, random remote places and like live out their life there because they're like I can't take this shit anymore. and I think that it was just like a cool little reminder because Chris like was talking multiple times during the episode like about how nostalgic she was for that apartment with like her four roommates and I'm like Chris Jenner is like one of the most famous rich people out there and she's nostalgic for like being a you know 20 year old you know broke bitch just like the rest of us and I think like we all like put this pressure on ourselves to like when is my career going to take off? When am I, you know, gonna, you know, make all this money? When is my podcast going to take off? When am I going to do this? When am I going to do that? And like, we don't like enjoy the journey, which is like so cheesy, but mm -hmm. I feel like it's true. Like, I think I always find myself getting nostalgic for things that happened in the past that at the time I didn't feel like I was doing anything that special or fun, but now I'm like, Oh, that was so cute. That was so fun. Even sometimes like I wouldn't, I don't even like to admit this, but even some of the times we spent during the pandemic, I'm like, Oh, like that was fun. That was cute. <laughs> when in the moment I was miserable, which I wouldn't want to go back to that time. But it's just like interesting because I feel like we, like we spend so much time like setting these crazy goals, stressing ourselves out. And it's like, we should just like try to like enjoy like what we have going on right now, you know? That was well said. <laughs> I th I do think people think the grass is greener on the other side. I'm very guilty of that. I'm very impatient and I'm always wanting the next thing. Yeah. Like I want to rush through life, but like why? 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 Yeah, because the finish line is death. <laughs> <laughs>
You're not wrong. We're all like rushing. You're not wrong. Like I thought I was going to be a young mom. I know after my recent statements, it's hard to believe that Abby wants kids, but I do eventually. But like I used to like want to be a young mom and now I'm like, no, like I can be a mom in my 30s. Like I can start having kids in my 30s. Why am I rushing through life? Yeah. Like let's just enjoy the moment. Be thankful and grateful for what we have right now. Beautiful. And like. You know, I feel like ugh, things are only going to get better. Things are only going to get gonna, better. We're going to age like fine wine. Oh, beautiful. Hopefully. Yes. By the time we're 80, we'll like, there'll be technology and that can make us look 20. We're going to make more money as we get older. Exactly. There's only good things to look forward to. And they always say 30 is the new 20. I, tr- I genuinely believe that. I believe that too. Like, I, I feel like when I was younger, I was like, oh my gosh, 30 is like so old and you can't wear bikinis anymore. Like, I'm going to be wearing bikinis when I'm But are we going to keep thinking that for every decade? Like, when we hit our 30s, we're going to be like, no. 40s the new 30. Yeah, we're like 50s the new 20. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Honestly, maybe. But I feel like a lot of that's because of the Kardashians. Like they are all in their like 40s, but like the way that they like live their lives and the way like they I mean, obviously they all have like a ton of freaking plastic surgery and shit, but like they make it like they make me less scared to get older. I'm like, oh cool. Like I can still do this shit when I'm in my 30s, 40s, like whatever. And beyond. <laughs> I feel like by the time we're 50, there's gonna be like something better than Botox and all the fucking oh. like 15, 20 year old shits are going to be so freaking lucky that they didn't have to get Botox and they could just do, I bet it'll be like a pill. I know. I know. Like I'm so pill. curious. A tox pill. <laughs> a tox pill. A tox pill. All right. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for you guys this week. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. That's episode 70. That's episode 70. We've I can't been, believe it. We've been talking for 70 hours. <laughs> Precisely. If you ever want to listen to us on a road trip, you'd have to drive like back and forth the country like multiple times to be able to listen to the whole thing. If anyone ever wants to do that, I wouldn't, but like if anyone <laughs> no. ever does. All right. Well, we'll be back with another episode next week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Follow us on, I don't know, you do it. I don't know. <laughs> no, do you had it. Follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at drinksafterwork, no underscore. If you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, join our private Facebook group. It's linked in our Instagram bio, or you can just search drinksafterwork. Drinks after work dash Boston baddies and become a Boston baddie today. Have a blessed week. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.